Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome to Nashville. I'm Dr. Chaps, and we're at the Faith and Freedom Conference where President Donald Trump is about to take the stage. He's just been introduced, now the 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Well, I want to thank you. What a beautiful turnout this was. And Ralph, for your extraordinary leadership and unyielding commitment to our values. We have great values. And I want to thank Ralph. He does an incredible job. And I'm thrilled to be back with so many proud, hardworking patriots who love our country, cherish our history, and live by those timeless words of our national motto, In God We Trust. Together we're going to fight for a future that is pro-family, pro-faith, pro-freedom, pro-life, pro-police, pro-Second Amendment, pro-science, pro-woman, and 100% pro-American. I want to thank Faith and Freedom Coalition Executive Director Tim Head. does a great job. American First Policy Institute President, our friend Brooke Rollins. Thank you, Brooke. Thank you, Brooke. A friend of mine, Dr. Alvita King. Dr. King. Where is Dr. King? Scott Turner, really dynamic. A young guy, big future, and the many spiritual leaders here today, including Pastor Paula White, Apostle Dwayne Harden, Bishop Garland Hunt Sr. I know your son. I just endorsed your son, and he won big, by the way. He's great. What a great son. Pastor Adelet Kibrew, Bishop Dean Nelson, Dr. Stellar Emmanuel. We have incredible people, Kevin Creesman, Pastor Dale Walker, Pastor Cash Luna, Pastor Scott McLeod, Pastor Tommy Vallejo, Pastor Adianese Morales, a friend of mine, a powerful guy, an incredible speaker and pastor and believer, he is just something very special, Pastor Jensen Franklin. Where is he? Where is he? Incredible job he does. And countless other conservative leaders and distinguished guests. It's really been an incredible group. And, you know, politically in the audience, we have some wonderful people. Senator Tim Scott, Senator Marsha Blackburn, Representative Michael Waltz, Senator Lindsey Graham, Senator Rick Scott. That's why we have a Tim Scott, who's phenomenal. What a job he did. And we have a Rick Scott. Lieutenant Governor, oh, this guy. This guy. Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson of North Carolina. And his wife, Mrs. Robinson. What a job you're doing. He's the hottest guy in politics. <laughs> Here's something else I'm not supposed to say. Ain't but two genders. 
Two genders. Ain't nothing but men and women. And I could already see WRL out there. They got they licking their pencils around, trying to write fiercely as they can. Get every word of this here. Get every word of this. You can go to the doctor and get cut up. You can go down to the dress shop and get made up. You can go down there and get drugged up. But at the end of the day, you were just a drugged up, dressed up, made up, cut up, man or woman. You ain't changed what God put in you, that DNA. You can't transcend God's creation. I don't care how hard you try. The transgender movement in this country, if there's a movement in this country that is demonic and that is full of anti the spirit of antichrist, it is the transgender movement. It's time for grown-ups and time for Christians to start standing up and being unafraid to tell the truth. Come after me if you want to. I don't care. You want my head? Here it is right here. Come on, come get it. I don't care because it's time for us to stand up. Now, I'm not afraid to stand up and tell the truth about that issue. They're dragging our kids down into the pit of hell, trying to teach them that mess in our schools. Tell you like this, that ain't got no place at no school. Two plus two don't equal transgender. It equals four. You need to get back to teaching them how to read. Instead of teaching them how to go to hell. Yeah, I said it and I mean it. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't want to participate in gay weddings, and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you want to get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you want to get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you want to get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-Obey-God, again that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, to get a free religious freedom sticker. Call today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. And I also recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. Nobody expected that. They've been negotiating that for 56 years. I got it done in about 12 minutes. I did a lot for Israel. I did more for Israel than anybody, just about. And most, 
Importantly, in my opinion, I asked a friend of mine who loves Israel, what's the most important? Is it Golan Heights? Is it moving the embassy to Jerusalem? Jerusalem becomes the capital. Uh, what's the most important? She said, those things aren't even close. The most important thing you did was ending the Iran nuclear deal, which would have destroyed Israel. And now they're negotiating to put it back in place. It will be the end of far more than Israel if they do that. They were ready to make a deal with me. They were so ready, and then they become rich again. China wasn't buying from them. I said, you can't buy. If you buy from them, you can't buy. Because if you do that, we're not going to do any business with China. We're going to cut off. We're going cold turkey, which wouldn't have been such a bad thing anyway. And uh, China wasn't buying. Nobody was buying. They were ready to make a deal, and now they become rich again. These people are fools that are running our government. Together, we put America first, and we put American families first. Compare how great America was just two years ago with how it is today. There was no inflation. The war with Russia going into Ukraine would never have happened. We had $1.87 per gallon gasoline. We were energy independent, soon to be energy dominant. We were leaving Afghanistan with dignity and strength, not surrender and death. We had a completely rebuilt military with the addition of Space Force. And by the way, in Afghanistan, we left. I think it was the lowest day in the history of our country. Think of it. We left. We took our soldiers out first. A child would know you don't do that. I didn't lose one soldier. I spoke to them, the Taliban. They said, why are you speaking to the Taliban? He shouldn't the press. I said, because they're the people that make that decision. Like Jesse James, they say, why is it that you always rob banks? He said, because that's where the money is, right? <laughs> the great Jesse James, who, by the way, was investigated far less than me. I always said, Billy the Kid, Jesse James, and the legendary Alphonse Capone. Did you ever hear of Al Capone? If you add them all up together and multiply by five, I was investigated more than them. A friend of mine said, you have to be the cleanest human being on Earth. This has been going on for six years now. We had the biggest tax cuts and regulation cuts ever. Historic job numbers, 164 million people working far more than we have working today. I keep hearing about employment numbers. We had far more people working. We handed the new administration the strongest border in U.S. history, and Biden quickly created the greatest border disaster. I believe in the history of the world. I don't believe there's ever been a border like this. You could go to third world countries. They're not letting people come in like they come into our country. They wouldn't let it happen. They wouldn't be able to sustain it. When Republicans retake control of Congress, one of the first bills they must pass is funding to hire thousands more of ICE and Border Patrol agents. These are great people. <laughs> Biden's border crisis is also fueling the violent crime crisis. Instead of targeting parents, conservatives, and Christians, the Biden administration should be going in and dismantling the Crips, the Bloods, MS-13, these are the roughest gangs in the world, and other savage street gangs. We did it. We sent them out of this country by the thousands. And turning our communities into war zones. They are turning our communities into war zones. All Democrat-run as we live, just as though we lived in a third-world nation.
Instead of trying to disarm law-abiding Americans, we should try disarming the gangs, the cartels, and the violent criminals for a change. It's time to stop going soft and gentle on the hardened criminal element in this country. When we find these vicious repeat offenders, we need to put them behind bars immediately, and we need to keep them behind bars. When there are murderers or cop killers, they need to receive the death penalty. You kill a policeman, you get the death penalty. The entire Republican Party needs to get tough and take the radical left's crusade against our culture head on. These people are at war with Western civilization. They're at war with science. They're at war with truth, reason, and common sense. And in a very, very real way, they are at war with morality itself. Not moral. What they're doing is just destroying everything, every fiber of our country. It's no longer enough for conservatives just to point out the extremism of the left. We have to do something about it. We talk. We have to do something about it. I was doing something about it. We were really doing something about it after the election, and then we had that result. As president, I was proud to issue the world's first ever ban on critical race theory in September of 2020. I also created the 1776 Commission so that our nation's children would learn to love America as much as we do. Biden repealed those executive orders that aggressively pushed woke left-wing racism into every part of government, from the Department of Education to the U.S. military, where I had just ended it. It was ended. Under Republican Congress, we will ban critical race theory once and for all. Under the next Republican president, any institution that seeks to implement these racist theories should be charged with a violation of federal civil rights law. Despite the parental backlash, Democrats are right now racing to pass a federal bill to push CRT in schools nationwide. It's terrible. Known as the Civics Secures Democracy Act, this bill would spend billions and billions of dollars imposing federal curriculum standards, so-called civics education. They call it civics education, which is nothing more than a fake name for radical left indoctrination. We have enough of it. It's Common Core 2.0, the idea of creating a national civics curriculum controlled by these communists and socialists is madness for the United States of America. Democrats have lured Cornyn of Texas, Cassidy, who's a terrible senator of Louisiana, and incredibly Inhofe, who's a good man just retiring, and we have to talk to him, of Oklahoma, 77. I won 77 out of 77 counties, so I'm going to talk to Jim Emhoff. He's a good man. He's a good man. He must not know. But we can't let it happen. We can't be fooled. Enough is enough. Every conservative in the House and Senate needs to unite to kill this bill and to kill it immediately. But we can't stop there. It's time to finally and completely smash the radical left's corrupt education cartel. We are beyond the point of incremental reform.
Our children are captives to unhinged Marxist educators who are pushing inappropriate sexual, racial, and political material on our children from the youngest possible age. They don't, they're not old enough to think. The current education system is so upside down that school prayer is banned, but drag shows are absolutely allowed. You can do whatever you want. You can't teach the Bible, but you can teach children that men get pregnant and that kindergartners are allowed to pick their own gender. You can't talk about the Bible. You would not trust these people to babysit your children for 30 minutes, and we should not let them educate millions of American students six hours a day, year after year. Sadly, the public school system has become an arm of the radical Democrat Party. They are trying to begin their recruitment process by the age of five and younger. And the sooner Republicans wake up to this, the better. We need smart people in education, and we need tough people, and we need people that aren't afraid. That's a big part of it. There's so many people that are afraid. It's totally out of control, and there is only one solution. At long last, every parent in America must be empowered to opt out of this indoctrination and send their child to the public, private, charter, religious, or home school of their choice. The Republican Party must become the party of parents' rights. You're not going to have a problem. There is clearly an effort in these schools to push gender confusion and impressionable young children without parents' knowledge or consent. That's what's happening. In a fair world, the schools that are forcing sexual propaganda on kindergartners would be investigated. Their administrators would be terminated. Their teachers would be removed from the classroom, and the school would be placed under receivership until it was once again a safe place for our children to learn. Pushing woke gender ideology, woke gender ideology, think of it, on young people is nothing less than child abuse. No teacher should ever be allowed to teach transgender to our children without the parents' consent. And I don't think too many people are going to be giving that consent, Mark. Not too many. And when Republicans retake Congress, they also need to crack down hard on big pharma for giving puberty blockers and other dangerous drugs to mutilate our children and our youth. Likewise, every federal bureaucrat who was complicit in this travesty needs to be told, you're fired. Did you ever see that, sir? You're fired. Get out. Get out.
Thank you. I mean, there's a group of women over there from North Carolina. I think, I think that this is like the 92nd time, right? What is the number? How many times? Huh? 92. This is their 92nd time that they've watched me speak. And, and I say, and I say to them, I appreciate it. And they don't get bored. We never get bored, do we? It's very funny. You know, we get these massive crowds. This isn't a rally. This is something with, with, uh, that we're doing with a great group of Christians, and we put it on together. But this is so great. But we give these rallies, as you know. Many of you have been to the rallies, and we'll have 60,000, 70,000. In Texas, we had 187,000 people recently, 63,000 people in Alabama. And I say, you know, it must be my looks because I've never had I've never had one reporter say Trump's a great speaker. How do you figure that? I said, do I speak well? I mean, I get these rallies. How many people will be there? Sir, you'll have 72,000 people today. Remember Biden? He couldn't fill in the eight circles. I go to Arizona. We had 45,000 people. Biden showed up two days later. He had eight circles. They had to put reporters there because there was no people. And then they say he won. I don't think so. The facts don't bear it out, but uh, I appreciate it. It's just so great. It's so great. Look at how beautiful, incredible women. I hope their husbands are happy with this. Are your husbands? Their husbands put up with it. No, they travel. They're all over the place. I go to Iowa. They're in Iowa. But we love you. Thank you very much. Great Americans. Great, great Americans. But these are the issues conservatives must run on, and these are the issues conservatives will win on. And if we're going to save our country, this is what we have to do throughout time and down through history. American freedom has always been defended and preserved by citizens like you, Americans of courage. We need courage. We need courageous people. You're not going to win. You can be smart, but if you don't have courage, you're not going to win. We've seen that recently. People have no courage. And it seems to be a lot of Republicans with no courage. They're smart, they're tough, they have good policy, but they don't have courage in many cases. We need consistency and we need faith. From the first pilgrims to the earliest pioneers, from the patriots who won our independence to the heroes who vanquished fascism and communism, and from the civil rights movement to the decades-long struggle to protect innocent life, it has always been American believers who have advanced progress, worked for justice, safeguarded liberty, and uplifted the conscience of our nation. The spirit of America has never been found in the vast halls and marble buildings of Washington, D.C. It has always lived in the places of worship, the pews, the parishes, the town halls, the firehouses, and most of all, it has always lived in the hearts and souls of the American people. It was Americans of faith who founded this country. It was Americans of faith who built this country. It was Americans of faith who are going to save this country. With the prayers, passion, and commitment of everyone here today, we are going to fight for the values we cherish. We are going to fight for this nation that we love so much. 
In 2022, we are going to win a historic majority in the House of Representatives. We are going to reclaim the United States Senate. We are going to take back governor's mansions, state legislatures, and offices up and down the ballot, left and right. And then, in 2024, we are going to take back our magnificent White House. And together, we will make America stronger, prouder, freer, and greater than ever before. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. God bless you. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. So there you saw it, President Donald Trump following the crowd, still waving goodbye, and the, the people were on their feet before he spoke, they're on their feet after he spoke, and the question is, will he run for president? I don't see how he does not run for president. He just gave a pledge that we're going to take back the governor's mansion, we're going to take back the state house, we're going to take back the Congress, and in 2024, his words... We are going to take back the White House. That sounds like he's running for president to me, although it's not a strict announcement. I can see how the people in this room really would have his back and would be excited if he does run for president again. There you have it. So I'm here at the Road to Majority Conference, the Faith and Freedom Conference, and I'm excited. I think the people here are excited. The faith community is excited. Listen. We need your support to bring you these kind of live reports from around the country. This year, I've been to conferences in Denver, in New York City. We have one coming up in Virginia Beach. Today, we're here in Nashville. Your donations to PrayInJesusName.org help us to bring you these kinds of reports. Will you sign up as a monthly sponsor today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org or call us toll-free at 866-Obey-God. If you need prayer, 
Call us at 866-Obey-God. We're out of time today, but God bless you in Jesus' name. Let's take back our country. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.